Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. In this week's episode, I wanted to share the seven things to be aware of when choosing a mortgage broker. So first of all, why use a mortgage broker? Well, a mortgage broker is someone who will review the mortgages available to you based on your personal financial situation and apply for one on your behalf. They can save you time by telling you which lenders are likely to accept you and how to improve your application and can speed up the application by dealing with paperwork on your behalf. If you take out a mortgage using a broker, you have the right to complain if the mortgage turns out to be unsuitable, an option that isn't available to you if you apply without taking advice. You could decide to look for the best deals yourself, but this takes time and it will come down to how much you value that time. Sometimes we can be penny wise and pound foolish. What else could you be doing while you are out researching the best mortgage deals instead of getting a professional mortgage broker to do it for you? Maybe you could be finding the next deal that would have made you 20, 30, 40, 50,000 pounds in the time you were saving a few hundred pounds researching the best mortgage deals yourself. With, as with all professions though, there are good brokers who will bend over backwards to provide you with an outstanding service. And there are jobsworths who will do little more than search for the cheapest two-year fixed rate and tell you that it offers the most flexibility, so go for that. So choosing the right mortgage can make a massive difference on your day-to-day finances and can save or cost you thousands of pounds in the long term. Finding a broker you can trust is therefore important, but understanding whether the broker you have chosen is any good can be a big ask, particularly because buying a house isn't something most people do more than two or three times in their lives. But we, as professional property investors, are regularly buying properties, so it's even more important to choose the right broker. I have always used a mortgage broker, as it saves me countless hours that I can use on higher income producing tasks. So let's say you decide to also use a broker. Where do you start? Well, there's seven things that you should be aware of. And number one is, always use the same mortgage broker. So. Why should you always use the same broker? A lot of people say to me, shop around. They use different brokers regularly just to test them out. But here's the risk in that. You see, your mortgage broker gathers a lot of personal and financial information about you to help with the application. If you keep swapping between different brokers for every application that you do, then this will not only cost you a lot of valuable time researching different brokers to find them to make sure they're good, etc., but also it's possible that you forget to give one broker the same information that you give another broker and they go to the same lender. And it, there is then a difference in the information that's provided to that lender in your application. This will often be picked up by the lenders and it could risk you being declined that mortgage opportunity. So by always using the same broker, you mitigate the risk of differing information being put forward to the lenders. The only time I would ever or have ever deviated from this is when buying a repossessed property via an estate agent. I always like to use the agent's in-house broker in these situations as the property stays on the market with a a repossession until you've exchanged contracts. 
And by using the estate agent's in-house broker, that means the agent gets paid a fee for the sale of the property and a fee for doing the brokerage for the mortgage, meaning it's more likely that that deal will go through to completion because the agent has got a vested interest in ensuring that you get that purchase because they're going to make more money. I know people can be very tempted to change mortgage brokers regularly. I cannot stress enough how important it is to stick to that same broker if at all possible. It makes your life easier, it makes the applications quicker, but more importantly, there is not going to be those differing information between two different applications from two different people. That is probably the most important thing in any mortgage application because you don't want to get blacklisted by any lender for providing false or inaccurate information. So number two, make sure they are a whole of market broker. So what is a whole of market broker and why is that so important? Well, there are several things that you need to consider when choosing a broker, but one of the most important is whether they're whole of market. You see, some mortgage advisors and brokers only recommend mortgages that are available from a select select panel of lenders. Meanwhile, if you speak to a mortgage advisor based in a bank or a building society, they will only tell you about their own product range. You don't want a mortgage broker who's only picking from a select panel are only talking about their own products. You want somebody who's got access to the entire mortgage market, known as a whole of mortgage broker. So they should be able to access all of the mortgages in the marketplace, no matter who the lender is, before making a recommendation to you. And then they will choose the very best product, not based on which lender it's with, but based on that it's the best interest rate, it's the best period of time, the fees are, competitive, the the fixed rate period has not got too high a fee. So various different things the broker will look at from a whole of marg- market mortgage perspective to make sure they get you the very best product. Number three, make sure you pick the broker that is correct for the type of mortgage you're looking for. For instance, are you looking for a residential mortgage, a buy-to-let mortgage, or a commercial mortgage? There is a big difference between each one of these. So make sure the mortgage broker understands the difference between these, but also the difference between commercial mortgages and commercial finance. So what, what's the difference between commercial mortgage and commercial finance? Well, a commercial mortgage would be taken out on a commercial building, like a shop or a retail unit. But commercial finance can be taken out on a normal property. C- commercial finance example would be a house that's been converted into a HMO or serviced accommodation. You could get a bricks and mortar valuation on that property. So the value of the property on that street is known as a bricks and mortar valuation. But if you apply for commercial finance, you're valuing the property not on the bricks and mortar value of the property, but you're valuing it on the income potential for that property. And quite often in a lot of areas of the country, the income potential will be a, will give you a much higher value than the bricks and mortar value. But you need to be careful also because there is parts of the country where the bricks and mortar value will quite often be a higher. So you want to do an analysis between what the bricks and mortar valuation will be and what a commercial finance valuation will be. And generally with a commercial finance valuation, they will take the gross rental income for the year, less 20% for your bills, and then they'll give you a, a value for that property as a multiplier of that number. And the multiplier can be anywhere between 7.1 and 12, d- 
the times, the, the t- gross rental, depending on what part of the country you're in, are 80% of the gross rental. So the commercial mortgage broker that you use should be able to give you those numbers. So make sure you ask them, what is the commercial finance availability for a property on this street? What would it value up at a property on X street? If they don't know, maybe they don't have access to the commercial finance. If they're only talking bricks and mortar valuations, then that might not be the right broker to use if you're applying for a HMO or a serviced accommodation. A whole of market and broker may be whole of residential and whole of buy-to-let market. They may not necessarily be the very best commercial finance options. So if they say to you, yes, we are whole of market, always ask them a few questions about what specifically that means. Because quite often they say they're whole of market, but they mean whole of residential market or whole of buy-to-let market, but not actually whole of market. Number four, ask about direct-only mortgages. While many mortgages are only available via brokers, some are also only available if you apply directly without a broker. So one of the main reasons I like to use a mortgage broker is because they can access mortgage products that I could never access by applying directly myself. However, by using a broker, you also rule out some mortgages that you could only get by applying yourself. So always ask your mortgage broker if they will also look into the direct-only mortgage options for you. Now, brokers have no obligation to inform you of these deals. However, it's still worth asking them. And if they're not willing to advise you of those, then you need to ask yourself, is that broker really got your best interest at heart? What my, with my broker, we'll ask them to look at the direct-only options as well. And if we go for a direct-only option, then I'd pay the mortgage broker his fees for his time because I want him to get the very best product for me and I want him to be paid well for his time. In addition to speaking with the broker, you may wish to do some of your own research to see what deals are available on the market and to check, really, has the mortgage broker done his due diligence? Has he really looked into the products for you? Has he chosen the very best one? So I wouldn't do that every time, but it's always good to check. So I'd probably, on if you're using a mortgage broker, the first time you use them, maybe even the second time, I'd do a little bit of research myself to see if I can get a better product, just to test and to check to make sure that broker has got your best interests at heart. Number five, consider which type of broker to use. Whilst most mortgage brokers work with customers in person or over the phone, there's now a growing number of web-based mortgage services which allow you to carry out some or all of the mortgage application process online. Again, this may not be the very best use of your time. So you've got three options really. Somebody who you can meet face-to-face, somebody who speaks to you over the phone, or doing the application online. Whichever method you choose, there are some things you need to make sure are correct and checked so you can compare the differences between the three. Don't think that you need to use a mortgage broker who you can meet face-to-face. I've never actually met my mortgage broker face-to-face. I deal with him over the phone and via email. So we send the information via email, we speak over the phone. I don't need to meet my mortgage broker. My time is valuable, his time is valuable. I don't need to meet him. I need to make sure that he's got the correct information about the property and about my finances 
and I need to make sure that he's efficient and can move quickly. Meeting him is not relevant. What you do need to be sure of is the following. Always ask up front what fees and commissions the mortgage broker charges, and as they all work in different ways. For example, some will charge you a fee, which will be either a flat rate or a percentage based on the amount you want to borrow, while others sometimes offer mortgage broking for free. Or you may pay for the first, say, X number of deals and get everything after that point for free. You need to be aware of why they would work for free for you. You see, they're not actually working for free. They can do your application for free because it's normal practice for the brokers to also receive a commission payment from the lender after they arrange your mortgage. So some will charge you and get commission from the lender and some will just get their commission from the lender. All mortgage brokers have a responsibility to clearly outline these charges and any fees or commissions they receive from a lender prior to entering into a contract or act to act on your behalf. Always ask your mortgage broker to provide you with the costs of their service before making an agreement with them. But do not choose a broker based on them being the cheapest, as I've learned that you get what you pay for and cheap does not always mean valuable. Key questions to ask a mortgage broker would be, are you whole of market? Will you also advise on mortgages that are only available direct from lenders? What are your fees and charges? How are you paid? What is included in the service you offer? How often can I contact you? And what is the best method of communicating? These are things you need to be very clear of upfront before you start working with a broker. So number six, if you choose to use a broker, what should they be doing for you? As well as the obvious completing of an application and submitting it to the lender, you should ensure that the price you are paying the broker also includes all of the admin and the chasing up for updates and providing any additional information that the lender requests. The broker should have a relationship with the lender. So over a period of time, they'll have built up a relationship with the lender so they know exactly the sort of documents the lender is going to request. Their broker's job is to make sure that they get all of that information off you up front. However, on some odd occasions, the lenders might change their criteria or want some additional information off you. Maybe it's a different type of property. Maybe it's, it's um, got a mixed use, something like this, and they want some additional information. The broker's job should be to coordinate between you and the lender. So they communicate with the lender to get updates and push them and ask, have you got everything you require? Is there any additional information you need from my client? And then speak to you and get that information as quickly as possible and push the lender as quickly as possible to get to the point where the lender approves your application. This is really what you're paying a broker for, is to get you through the maze of paperwork from application to approval as quickly as possible. Number seven, make sure the mortgage broker is qualified to give you financial advice. It sounds obvious, but not all mortgage brokers are qualified to actually give financial advice. You should always check that your broker is authorized to give mortgage advice by consulting with the financial services register. They should be listed in that register. You are paying the mortgage broker to thoroughly explore your circumstances and explain what different deals and types of mortgages there are and advise you on which ones they feel meet your needs and give you a good, clear reason why they're recommending a particular mortgage deal. If you think you've received bad advice, you can make a formal complaint. 
But I would always suggest that first you go to the firm, go to the mortgage broker that advised you and see if you can, they can offer you a solution to the problem. If they are unable to resolve your complaint satisfactorily within eight weeks of you making that complaint, then you can take that complaint to the financial ombudsman service and they can look into that for you. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do. Remember, it's out every Tuesday. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been awesome. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Progressive.